Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now, you've found it. This is Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your host, Alan Smith, a veteran of OTR trucking, business entrepreneur, and the most recognized name for assisting CDL students and new graduates. It's time to shut down that big ring. Sit back and come join the conversation. Truth About Trucking Live begins right now. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Today is Thursday, September 27th, 2012, and October right around the corner. Can't believe it, but here we are again with a big holidays coming up on us. Don and I was just talking about that. Seems like we just went through Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, but they are closing in fast again and we'll be here in no time. So hope everyone is having a good week and we appreciate you tuning in to the show. Uh, a lot of listeners popping in on the phone here. Thanks. I appreciate it. See you all there on the switchboard. Thanks for tuning in. Our, our call in number 347-826-9170 if you'd like to be a part of the show. And with me, of course, is Donna Smith. Donna, you are all set and ready in there. See if she's there. She cuts things so close. Okay, yeah, I'm an 11th hour person. There you are. <laughs> Did you get your uh, computer? Yeah, up and running. Well, it took me a bit. I had Firefox crash on me, so I had to sign into everything all over again. Forgot my password. Had to figure it out. So. <laughs> Okay, but you're there. I'm here. You're in the chat? I, I finally made it in the chat, yes. In the chat, few coming in there. Hello to MAS07, and Patches is there. Eddie and okay, Eddie's there, all right. Slowly coming in, and phone lines filling up, so I appreciate it. We are back to focus again on running your own trucking business. A lot of people, you know, coming into this industry still have that goal of being their own boss and having their own owner-operator business, or even working up to becoming perhaps a small fleet owner, whatever the goal is, as many of us have learned the hard way, it takes more than just buying or leasing a truck and taking off down the road. It does, in fact, take a ton of business insight to run any kind of business, and we're going to touch on some of those insights this evening on Truth About Trucking Live. Our special guest is Eddie Gachui, a former OTR truck driver himself and founder of Trip Sheet Central which is a web-based truck business management company designed specifically for truck carrier operations. So what exactly does a truck business management company do, and most importantly, what can it do for you? 
So we're going to be talking about various aspects of running a successful and profitable trucking business, covering business aspects uh, such as basic preparation, organizational uh, setup, uh, financial planning, operating planning, marketing planning, research and development, uh, growth planning, and exit planning. So as you can see, a lot of planning that should go into setting up your business and doing it the right way from the very beginning to increase your chances of success and profitability. So we're uh, a lot of information we're going to try to get into this show tonight. And Donna, I, uh, my understanding, we are giving away a Bluetooth headset from Cobra Electronics at Cobra.com. Is that right? Correct. So we'll just have a, a random caller uh, call in. Of course, you do have to pick it up at the convention. Um, uh, a good amount of our listeners are already going to the convention, so um, that shouldn't be a problem. Okay, so just random calls, huh? Just, just You just close your eyes and point at that switchboard, and, and that's who wins it. <laughs> uh, well, what if I hit my name? Um, uh, I don't know. You can't do that. We'll figure that out later. Okay, be giving away a Cobra Bluetooth headset, and um, we'll be starting at the beginning, Trucking 101 from Startup to Profit, with our guest Eddie Gachui of TripSheetCentral.com coming up on Truth About Trucking Live. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. I hear from a lot of newcomers to the industry who still have that entrepreneur spirit that has made the United States of America the great country that she is. And many of them still have one goal in mind, and that is to someday have their own rig and become an owner-operator. Truth About Trucking Live is all about providing honest, reliable information about the OTR trucking industry, especially for those just beginning their truck driving careers. Running your own trucking business is part of the entrepreneurial spirit that has kept America moving since truck were first used by the military in World War One. If you're considering starting your own owner-off business, there's only one name that you need to know, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing. LoneMountainTruck.com offers the best lease purchase plans in the industry. There's no huge balloon payment at the end, and when you make that final monthly payment, they hand over the title, the truck is yours. They require a very reasonable down payment, and the monthly payments are kept at an affordable $1,000 per month and sometimes even less. A great inventory to choose from, including Peterbilt's, Volvo's, International's, and Freightliners, and all of their trucks are mechanically checked out, dependable, and ready to go to work. And unlike trucking company leases, if you choose to change motor carriers, the truck goes with you. It's your truck. Check them out at LoneMountainTrucks.com or give them a call toll-free, 866-512-5685. LoneMountainTruck.com, the honest guys for the sweet lease deals. LoneMountainTruck.com. Man, it's crowded tonight. Care if I join you? Sure. Have a seat. Sorry about the paperwork. <laughs> Name's Cole. Appreciate it. I'm Harlan, by the way. Here's a fill-up for you guys. Thanks, honey. Harlan, you look hungry. What can I get you? I'll have a Coke and whatever he's having. Back in a bit. What are you doing with all this paperwork, driver? Looks like you're tripping over your trip sheets. want to get a jump on these taxes before they jump me. There is a better way to manage your trucking paperwork. With TripSheetCentral.com, you're a login away from tracking every aspect of your business. 
DrivesheetCentral.com organizes your information easily so you can see how your business is performing. That sounds easy. And it's fast. Time-consuming paperwork is eliminated with a low-cost monthly subscription. I no longer have to worry about invoices, settlement reports, or fuel tax returns. TripSheetCentral.com does that for me. Manage your business information securely with TripSheet Central. Visit TripSheetCentral.com at your next stop. This is Truth About Trucking Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at truthabouttrucking.com. Now, back to the show. All right, and we're back, and you just heard right there, a couple of our sponsors right there, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, uh, goes right along with our show, and Trip Sheet Central, and we have the founder of that, with us this evening, Eddie Kachui of TripSheetCentral.com. So, Eddie, uh, welcome back to the show. How have you been? Doing great, thanks. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you fine. Hi, Eddie. Hey, how you doing, Donna? I'm doing great. And I guess we will see we will see you again in October at the uh, Truck Driver Social Media, Media Convention, huh? Absolutely. We've got the hotel books. We've got the family already. We'll be showing up in full force. Well, uh, how far are you from Kansas City? Actually, from here, it's about a seven-hour drive or a two-hour airplane ride. Most likely, we're going to drive. Oh, you're that far away. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't for sure. I hadn't really paid any attention. But uh, so you're going to drive. Well, that, well, we're going to be driving too. We're, what is it for us, Donna? Nineteen hours. Nineteen hours. <laughs> well, that's a lot of driving you're going to have to do while I sleep over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, listen, Eddie, I would imagine that we have a lot of ground to cover on our show this evening. You know, we hear the numbers as high as 75% or more of uh, first-time owner-operators will fail at their business. I don't really like using the word failure. A lot of times it's not their fault. So, But many, you know, many successful owner-operators will say that the reason uh, these don't make it is, one, because they are connected with a poor motor carrier, or two, because they simply lack business skills. But from your perspective, because you're in the business to help owner-operators run a profitable business, from your perspective, what would you say is the number one reason for such a high owner-operator failure rate that we see in this industry? Well, I think that uh, there are many reasons. Like you said, there are varied uh, different types of people. But I think that the number one is lack of planning, just going into it, and you don't have a plan or you don't have a good plan, I think is the number one cause for getting out of business. Now, planning, you know, as as simple as it may sound, when you get your CDL, I don't consider that just as a a driving license. That's actually your business license. And many people just take it for granted that uh, all you have to do is just drive. They forget that there's so much more to do than uh, just deliver the load from point A to point B. Another thing that I find is uh, is poor management, or you, you don't know how to how to run that. And there's about eight things that we have identified. Uh, some of those other things are your cash flow, or you, you don't have a, a collection strategy for when the bills are not being paid by the brokers, or or you're just getting bad freight. You know, from time to time, that's another big deal. And then, of course, there's DOT shutting you down just because. 
you're missing a few uh, few red lights or something like that. So that's another big thing that uh, shuts people down. Uh, partnerships is another big deal. Uh, I have never seen uh, partnerships that do well, especially where family members are involved. So the best person you want to become an enemy with, go become a business partner with them. Money, money has a way of uh, putting people separate. Then, uh, obviously, there's the other thing that uh, people think they know it, so they don't get any professional help. And I highly recommend any time that you're going into a business that involves more than $1, get some advice, get some professional help. Uh, and there are many more reasons, uh, different types of reasons, but those are some of the ones that I think cause people to get out of business. Yeah, well, I think those are two big ones, the planning and uh, and just the lack of maybe just admitting that you need help. All right. I think we're back on, Donna. All right, everybody, we're back here. We just got dropped there, but uh, I think we are back on. Donna, are you back there with me? Let me try to get Donna up here. Yeah, we're back on. So let me go back on here. That's a good old Internet for you. Don, are you back on? We're back on, so let me try to get back on here and see where we're at. You know, that's the first time that's happened in a long, long time. Uh, but, yeah, we've got Eddie back on here, too. So hold on, everybody. Let me get my board all straightened up here, and we'll get Eddie back on here. And, Eddie, you with us? Yes, I'm, I'm with you. I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, we we. We're the ones that got disconnected. I don't know what happened that. I think uh, in the four or five years we've been doing this show, that's the second time that's happened. But okay, we're back up, uh, back up, running again. What'd you do, Donna? Did you hit a, uh, you hit a button in there? I haven't done a thing. <laughs> I gotta blame somebody. <laughs> but that's okay. All right, I'll have to do a little editing to the show afterwards, cut out that dead space. But we're back on here and with uh, our guest Eddie Gachui of TripSheetCentral.com. What you were saying, Eddie, was. Why, why so many uh, don't make it in as owner-operated business is the uh, is the planning and uh, maybe just admitting that they need help. And I was I was saying at the time, just before I got cut off, that um, I was an owner-operator 14 years. My first three or four years was disastrous. I was trying to do everything myself. So, you know, I think you made a, made a good point there. Sometimes you can just you just really need that that uh, services of a professional companies such as yourself, especially all these new people coming in with no experience at all, and, uh, you know, they have goals of being an owner-operator. So so let's get started, because our show this evening is about information and direction, so Trucking 101. So where do you want to take us this evening, Eddie? Well, you mentioned planning, which is a big deal, and that's always where I start. I always tell people, plan, plan, plan. And because I talk with so many different uh, truck drivers, one of the first things they ask me is, how, how much of a truck should I buy? And uh, I get people saying, "Oh, I've got, uh, I've got a loan lined up for eight thousand dollars. I want to buy a new truck or a hundred thousand. Or people coming in, I have ten thousand and I want to buy a truck. <clears throat> and I ask them, Do you have a plan? And usually their plan is how to buy the truck, not how to run the business. So usually take them one step backwards and say, "Okay, we need we need everything on paper. We need to find out." Are you ready for this? So we get some background information. Have they ever been in business? How long have they been driving a truck? That kind of thing. Because this is a different lifestyle as well. It's not just uh, you know running a business. It's all things in one. It's not your mom and pop shop where 
you go, you know, in the morning, come back at night, and you try again tomorrow. This one, you go out, you know, on, on Monday morning, and you'll be back next week. So the first thing is to get your mindset that you're going to be away for a while, and there are people that you're going to leave at home who are critical to how successful you become. So you have to deal with that one first. Uh, I always say one of the best advice I, I got a long time ago when I was in truck driving school, my instructor said, if you have a shaky marriage and you're going into trucking and you've not addressed that, it's going to drop, it's going to fail. And that is very true. <clears throat> if you have a supportive marriage or, uh, you know, good relationship with family, that is going to help you a lot. So I tell people, you know, get, get that one squared away. Your friends, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever, make sure that they're with you in, in planning because that family is who you need to support you when you're away from home. The bills, the mailman doesn't come to your truck, he goes to your home or your business. So that's where we all list that. Uh, other things that, uh, that you want to consider is whether you're going to partnership with someone or whether you're going to be alone and how much cash you have available once you get the truck. And if this is the first time for you, I always recommend don't buy an expensive truck. In fact, if you can go in without having to take out a loan, I would rather you drive a $25,000-$30,000 truck than a $100,000 truck with an $1,800 payment because the cash flow is going to be very tight. And the first year of business, you don't have enough knowledge to make that payment consistently. So if you can go in without a payment or a very low payment, <coughs> then that is the way to go in. Other things to consider is what type of company that you want to to do your business. Uh, most people recommend, most accountants will recommend an LLC or an S-Corp. I personally like the LLC because of the way the taxes are structured, and that's a big deal. Uh, you don't want to be taxed twice, and you don't want as much paperwork. With some of the other types of corporations, then you're forced to file taxes every every three months, every quarter. And that can become uh, daunting, can become very expensive when you miss. Because you better well know the IRS, uh, one of the ways that they get money is by fining those people who don't file on time, on top of what they, was due to them. So you don't want to be paying as a sum for things that, you know, you really shouldn't. Well, now, well, let's let's touch on that a little bit more, because Donna, you know, you when when we hooked up and everything, you knew nothing about trucking, and then uh, we came along, and I said, hey, let's, uh, you know, I've been in this for a long time, let's start a trucking business. We so we started the moving business, and you really delved into. Um, I mean, I took care of the taxes and all that stuff, but you were there with me and saw it and everything. The taxes is a big deal, Eddie. So. Uh, I mean that one issue alone is uh, is extremely difficult for a driver to handle by themselves while they're uh, trying to get the miles and everything else. I mean the taxes alone is is uh, is a huge uh, uh, a huge task for the owner operator. That is true, and uh, when we talk about taxes, there's several different kinds of taxes. Uh, it's not just a fuel taxes. I actually consider those some of the simplest taxes to do uh, because they're straightforward. They may not be as straightforward to, to a driver, but, but to me they're straightforward. 
what I consider more difficult and even more challenging are the personal taxes and the business taxes that your company has to uh, has to file. And I keep saying your company, why, why do I say that? It's because I recommend you don't go in business as yourself. You should go in as a business. You know, separate your personal money from your business money, even if it's not a partnership. So taxes is something that you want professional help. You want a bookkeeper to help you. So one of the first things you you want to ask yourself when, you, when you're still in the planning stage is who or how will you do your books? Who's going to be doing your bills, your invoices, your taxes, taking care of regulations, that kind of thing. So taxes, like you say, Alan, that's a big deal that you need to hit first and foremost. Well, and the one thing about taxes, and Donna, you know this as well as I do, I mean, they're constantly changing. Yes, they change every Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, they change every year. Uh, another thing about taxes, uh, one one question I get asked a lot is the per diem question of what is per diem, how do I claim it, is it money that I get from the government, is it, who pays it, that kind of question that many people are very confused about per diem. And let me just straighten it out as, uh, as clearly as I can. Per diem is an allowance that the government gives you, or the IRS gives you, for every complete 24 hours that you are working outside your home. So let's take an example. As a truck driver, you leave on Monday morning, and you don't come back until, say, Saturday or Friday. So you count the number of nights that you are away from home, and you multiply that by a given number that changes every year. This year, it's $59 per night. Now, if you come home during the week and spend one night, does that count for per diem? No, it does not count because you are home. The only time it counts is when you are away from what you consider your base or your home. Uh, and that's not money that you get back. Public tax is that you are able to reduce how much money you pay taxes on by that much money. So it's a, it can be confusing, but really it's the government's way of saying, hey, you had expenses when you were away from home, such as uh, sleeping in a place that you don't normally sleep. You had to eat outside at a restaurant when you normally would cook something like that. You have to take showers, you have to entertain uh, business guests, uh, all those kind of things. So they give you an allowance, and it's $59. Uh, currently, that expires every October, and it's renewed. Historically, the government has just always renewed, and uh, typically they've increased by $1 or $2. Okay, yeah, I know the per diem is, a, is a, a confusing to a lot. And, you know, this isn't to say that there are those owner-operators who handle everything themselves, but they, they usually have a good support team at home. Their wife, uh, you know, understands the taxes and the paperwork and things like that, or the owner-operator themselves just has really good business sense and everything. But I would still say the majority of those out there still have big, big problems with this, and that's why there's such a high uh, high failure rate in their business. And uh, I, remember, I remember I would come in trying to figure – I ran per diem. I – didn't like per diem, so I don't even recommend it. But a couple times I ran it just to check it out, and I would be home, and I would be going through my logbook and checking my days and trying to figure all that out. When the days I was gone, the days I was home, and 
And, you know, I just thought, well, heck with this. So uh, the most most successful business owner operators that I talk to and know and have met in the past have a um, service such as Trip Sheet Central handling all that. I mean, it's just so much easier. I mean, <clears throat> we're just going to throw you a shoebox full of receipts, and you take care of it, Eddie. <laughs> I did get a, quite a few shoe boxes. If I was collecting shoe boxes, believe me, I would, <laughs> I would, I would start a whole separate business for that. <clears throat> but yeah, that's a that's a really good plan when you have a good, strong bookkeeping service to take that headache away from you. Uh, that's the best way that you can do it. It costs, uh, it might cost a little bit, but it's money well spent. Uh, the reason I say that is because I pride. Uh, my time, when it comes to spending time with family or the things that I love to do, I would rather be, be, you know, out there playing or doing something else than thinking about paperwork. So the same thing for truck drivers. You're out on the road, you know, two, three weeks, some people eat six weeks at a time, and then you have to come back home and not even on a break. You have to do all this paperwork. So get a good bookkeeping service where you can send them your receipts, your logs, and they will figure that out for you. They have systems already in place that are working, not just for you, but for they've been tested over and over. <clears throat> excuse me, they've been tested over and over again. So that's one way to go. Tripsheet Center does that quite a bit. We get people who send us papers weekly on, on a weekly basis. Uh, people are now starting to use email quite a lot. So they email us the information, or they just log onto our website. They do it like that. Take them five five minutes a day to do it, and we do it for them. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the services that TripSheet Central uh, supplies. And, uh, I mean, I can just really relate because I've been there and done that. And uh, to get all this burden off of the driver so they can concentrate on getting those miles uh, is, is, just, is just good business sense. And this is one of the steps that they just really need to know uh, to, to be successful. So planning at the very beginning, now you had said that uh, whether they're going to be in partnership or on their own, I would assume you're talking about uh, leasing on with a company or just be, becoming an independent and that sort of thing, right? Yes, uh, and actually there's two, two parts to, to that. When you talk about partnership, usually it's when you don't have enough money uh, to buy your equipment that you want to look for a partner. Uh, so when you're buying your truck. Partnership also could refer to when you're leasing onto a company and there are different types of leases that you have to look at. Funny enough, there are as many types of leases as there are companies who are available to lease their, you know, their services to truck drivers. So uh, one of the other things that we do is we look at your lease and say, hey, this is a rotten deal. This is a good deal. Go for it. Things like that. You need somebody to to look at it, who has been around those kind of leases, who understands what the implications are, because these companies don't spell it out for you. They don't tell you that there's a balloon payment here, or they don't tell you that when you run 120,000 miles, we're starting to charge you money for running your truck. I've seen leases uh, like that. They don't tell you that on top of the weekly payment, there's another payment that you don't even understand. Some of them are even charging you to do your uh, portion of your fuel taxes. Things like, uh, and then they tell you that you have to go do it yourself again. So you right. need somebody, you need to, 
to get someone to look at the paperwork and either stay away from that company or go with it or just become a true independent owner-operator. And that's the person who goes to the brokers, gets the load, gets paid, and looks for another load. And I deal with those kind of people every day. I actually like that kind of style. Well, how in, how important is it? Uh, let's just talk just real quick, and we'll get into the, more of your trucking 101. But I was just curious uh, what your thoughts are. Um, how would you? Uh, how how am I going to say this? How uh, <clears throat> what would you prefer? I get asked a lot uh, from newcomers about should they, uh, well, you know, but to back up here a little bit, I mean, most of, Donna, we know all about these uh, trucking company leases, and that's one of the biggest downfalls for this is because they get into a contract, they don't even read it, normally they just sign they just sign it because they got to get moving, but um, how important it is, or what is the difference, you think, for uh Running under 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 a motor carrier's authority or getting your own authority. I mean, is there a big differential between those two? You think? I think there's a really uh, there's a big difference, and the big difference is the insurance part of it, which is the highest cost that determines whether you run under your own authority or under, or under somebody else's authority. So let me let me kind of explain it this way: when you are running under somebody else's authority which is the same thing as being leased to a company, they take care of the general liability insurance or the cargo insurance, which is typically $1 million or $100,000 cargo insurance. And the cost of that can run anywhere from about $7,000 a year to even as high as $14,000 a year based on your driving record. But the trucking company that you're leased onto takes care of that. They pay that for every truck. The other thing that is a high cost is the base plates. Who owns the plates on your truck, even though you own the truck? Usually, it is the owner-operator who owns them, but the leasing company might buy them for you and take out a weekly escrow or a payment from you, such that at the end of the year, the truck, the, the plates actually belong to you. So that runs around $1,500 to $2,000 based on the way you're running. If you're running all 48 states, it can go as high as eighteen to eighteen hundred to two thousand. If you're only running, say, ten states, it might be seven hundred to a thousand or something like that. On the other hand, an independent operator who is not leased onto a company has to meet all these costs himself or herself. And that's the biggest difference. If you are an independent owner operator and you have these high insurance costs on top of your fuel, which no matter what kind of setup you get into, you always pay the fuel if you own the truck, then that is what determines your tolerance, how well you can you can survive. But there's a lot more paperwork when you're independent. You have to take care of every single detail. So one advantage of a lift driver is that there's not as much paperwork that they have to think about, uh, but then again, they don't get paid as much. So, yeah, and one disad one disadvantage of that is well, it doesn't have to be a disadvantage. They have to they have to either read that lease contract word by word, which most of it is written as we know so le legally that we don't you know we it's hard difficult to understand. 
or get someone such as yourself at TripShoot Central who can understand all that legal jargon to look that contract over real good, like you said, and say, okay, this is a good lease or this isn't or this is a not good lease. Correct. And the leases, they can make you or break you. Uh, I have seen leases yeah, for for some people that they came out, and I don't know whether I can name names, but this one lease I saw that was so bad, and I told the driver, you know, if I would rather just go at a loss, take the truck back, and say, hey, I'm going to pay you whatever it takes to terminate this lease. Because these companies will take everything from you just to run a load. You end up driving uh, a 25 cents a mile, and it's your truck. You can yeah. make a truck payment on that. Yeah, and Donna, can you imagine? I know you, you were going to say something, running 25 cents a mile as an owner-operator? Yeah, that. well, that, that was the question I was going to ask uh, Eddie. Um, do you find a lot of new drivers just getting out of um, training and they're and they're talking about getting on with a company lease because this is one of the things that uh, many of the carriers or not many but you know quite a few will do is to push a new driver you know we're talking you know three months experience into going on with their lease program and knowing that it's it's going to be a total failure they hardly know how to drive they've never most likely been in business before. Do you Have you come across any of those people with those kind of leases? Oh, tons of them, tons of them, and especially the big, the bigger companies are the ones who are notorious for doing that. They will, they will train a driver for four weeks, put him, put him on a, a team situation for another four weeks, and then after that, they promise him uh, a brand new truck and say, hey, we've got a 36 month, you know, three year. Uh, payment on this uh, but when you do the math and I look at the contract you do the math a new driver typically does not have enough experience to run the miles that an experienced driver would do that so in order to make a big impression on the on the numbers you have to run the miles and it all comes down to miles a good a good run is anywhere from three thousand to thirty five hundred legally, and I always stress the word legally because with DOT, uh, as you know, the TSA twenty ten they, they they will put points on you just for just about anything, and the time the hours of service that's that's a big deal. So a new driver first and foremost does not have enough experience. I recommend at least one year or even two years just to land the road know how what it takes start keeping tabs and you know, every time you buy a fuel write it down as though it's your business and just see what the numbers look like and then when you decide to finally you know lease the truck or buy the truck then you know what is involved but I have seen leases that at the end of the day you're making 25 cents or less and you haven't even paid taxes yet yeah, and some of those companies, I mean, we know the, who's notorious for that. And, and to be fair, you know, there are some uh, uh, there are some good companies out there that do have good leases, but the majority, you know, are are, are awfully pretty rough. But um, and we try to share some of those good good companies too. But this is one of the one of the biggest downfalls for why they uh, just can't make it uh, that well. But let, let's grab a caller here real quick, and we'll move along. I don't want them to hold too long. But calling from. Uh, uh, Mississippi, area code 601. Welcome to the show. 
Yeah, this is Barry. Uh, if you were to start with a new company and all like that, I mean, start your own company at all, what rate should you set your fuel mileage at? Uh, fuel fuel is that if that's what you're talking uh, about, it varies by the week. It depends on what the average cost of diesel is that particular week in uh, any particular region. And there's about four regions that the Department of Energy would normally publish their rates for. And then a fifth region would be the whole United States. So each company has... Uh, has different rates. It ranges from about 36 cents all the way to about 50 or 60 cents. Uh, and depending on if you're listed to a company, they might give that to you. You're actually entitled to all of that. You should get 100% of the of the fuel surcharge. But some companies hold back on, on that. Uh, there's also another type of surcharge that many people don't know, and that's the weight surcharge. Uh, regular weight is about 30, 35,000 pounds. If you're holding consistently 45,000 and you're not getting paid extra, you should be asking for a weight. This is especially important for independent owner operators when they're negotiating a load. You shouldn't get paid the same for a light load as for a heavy load, unless it's, okay. unless the commodity is like a high value, like electronics or clothing or shoes, things like that, then it really doesn't matter what the weight is because those are typically light. But when it comes to fuel surcharge, it's up to you to claim 100% of what the surcharge is for that week. And uh, look at your lease. It will normally say what it is. The Department of Energy also publishes what the averages are. Now, those are just recommendations for what the fuel surcharge is. There's no law that says that you have to get X percent or X amount of uh, fuel surcharge. And then different different companies, different shippers pay differently, and that's why those rates are different. A broker might decide he's going to keep, uh, he's going to pay himself using the fuel surcharge and give you 100% of, of the revenue of the load. That's another uh, strategy of seeing that uh, brokers do. Or he might just say, okay, I will give you a portion of the, of the profit and a portion of the fuel surcharge or 100% of the fuel surcharge, but when the price of fuel is high, that's when it becomes more and more important. Right now, I think that the price of diesel is over $4. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, did that answer your question? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. He's, all right, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, calling from their Mississippi and tuning in. That was a... Uh, long answer to one question but i mean that that's the way this kind of thing works eddie isn't it i mean it's just uh to answer a, a question it it you got to get really elaborate into it because you're dealing with all these taxes and all this kind of stuff that's correct every situation is different uh, i have I've yet to see two two truck drivers that that have the same exact situation that that's quite rare all right so okay well okay what's next where do you want to take us on this truck in 101 well, uh, the next thing on, on my plan here is after you set up your company and you've decided that you want to run the Midwest or you want to run the Southwest or South or wherever you've decided, then you need to line up your, your, your contacts, the brokers that you're going to be dealing with. Typically, people deal with just one or two brokers, but there are also those drivers that deal with, you know, 10, 20, 30 brokers at a time. 
And there's good things and bad things about that. But the most important thing is how will you get paid? You need, well, you're, you need to, and, you, and in this, well, you're dealing, you're talking largely about the independence because the lease owner operators, I mean, they don't really have to deal with the, with the brokers. They just get their freight from the company. That's right. Now, for those ones, they have to deal with what kind of freight. Are they talking about refund or flatbed or, or tanker, you know, uh, hazmat? So for those particular drivers, leasing is a very, very particular situation because it all boils down to what the agreement was in the first place. That one basically sets out what or how you're going to be operating. For the independent who is not leased to another company, he has to worry about how he gets paid, whether he's going to be getting cash advances or fuel advances, uh, what are the terms of payment. You know, once he delivers the load, what does it take to get paid? Uh, brokers... Good brokers typically will pay you within 48 hours to no more than seven days. But then there's the bad ones who spoil the name of, of the whole industry, and they will hold your money for 30 days or 40 days. So you need you need that system in place that says, I am only going to call for drivers, sorry, for companies that have a payment plan of either pay me when I get there or pay me within a few days after I put in my paperwork, or no later than X number of days, typically 7 to 14 days. So that's the organizational part of it, and also has to do with your financial plan about how you're going to be paying for your fuel, which is another uh, important part. When you're an independent, you need to be able to pay for your fuel regardless of whether you've been paid or not, and that's where the cash flow comes in. So... Choosing a card, either T-Check or Comdata, those are the two biggest ones. There's quite a few others, TCH, uh, you name it, debit cards, Visa. Probably one of the worst ways to run a business is on your credit card. That's a bad idea. I normally yeah. recommend – go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, well, Donna, we can kind of relate to that. <laughs> yes, thanks. I'm trying to help. Yeah, the old credit cards. Well, if, without the credit cards, how do they do it, Eddie? But without the credit cards, that's where your plan is, comes into play. You, you, your plan will tell you that every week you spend about and some huge numbers here, two thousand, three thousand dollars per week for fuel, right? And so in a month, you're talking about eight thousand to ten thousand dollars just in fuel costs alone. That is if it's just you. So you need that amount of money or half that amount of money on a rotating basis so you plan such that if you're getting paid on a weekly basis, it's replenishing your your costs and living uh, whatever remains to, to cover all the other expenses. Now, when you're pricing a load, think about the operating costs as well. If you're paying insurance of $8,000, try and divide that by by 52 for 52 weeks or however often you get paid. So every every time you get paid, you've got to put away that kind of money or divide it by by 12 so you know that every month you need X amount of dollars to, to do it. Some people will go with a simple plan like a spreadsheet or they will just say, hey, you know, forget about it. I don't like to do numbers. I'm just going to get a bookkeeping service to do it for me. They will come up with my plan and then we advise them like that. But credit cards, stay away from credit if you can. Uh, 
And when you take a load, try and take a load that either you have, either it's going to pay you very quickly or you can get a cash advance for a low fee, like $10 or $5, something like that. Some of them go on percentages, 1% or 2%. Anything more than that is, you know, fairly, you know, too much. Well, you know, we get we have a lot of newcomers, a lot of new drivers listen to this show. Uh, you know, a lot of our listeners come from the archive, so this will this will probably be a very heavily listened to show, especially by newcomers coming in and wanting to be owner operator. Now they could be listening to all this, thinking, "Wow, you know, this is and this this is a tough business." Let's just be straight about it. I mean, it's really tough making it as an owner operator, and times are getting tougher. Um, because, like you said earlier, many of them just don't have the startup money to do this. So, and this is why so many jump on this uh, company lease thing. But I'm sure you have. I mean, I know, I know you have to have you have to have Trip Sheet Central. You have to have successful owner operators that you're doing business with. So, my point here, I guess, Donna, you were going to say something. It can be done. But it just it just takes help. Well, I know a lot of uh, a lot of the drivers. Like we had a show not too long ago, and I can't remember what the topic was. But I remember the the gentleman on there. I mean, he just you know saved everything as far as doing his own mechanics. <clears throat> um, just right, watched every little penny. I mean, this is. At this point, with fuel the way it is, is is really very tough for people to make it. But there are very successful owner operators, and they do have their system in place now. Whether they do it all themselves or whether they have help, you know, I don't know. But but they they definitely are. I think uh, I think a lot of the people struggling. It's it's like we were saying are new to the industry. And they're so excited about this new truck that that becomes the priority instead of understanding. I mean, I mean, Alan used to do all the the, the book to the IFTA and remember and you know all that stuff every month, sending stuff in and everything. I didn't even touch it. I didn't even understand it. Um, so he took care of all of it. However, we still had an accountant, but he he just took care of the business. Um, you know nothing about the the trucking. So I mean, it's a it's not just a business where you need an accountant, but somebody who understands trucking. And I think that is the key to it. Uh, a lot of people just have an accountant. Am I correct? That is correct. You need somebody who who who's even been there in the first place. And one of the biggest advantage I have about trucking is that I was a driver myself for a long time, and so I knew the pain that that drivers go through. I, I went through failure, success, failure, success over and, and over again before I found out what, I, what what actually works. One of the biggest things that I always tell new people especially is you have to know how much is coming in, how much is going out. So like you said, maintenance is a big deal. When you have that shiny new truck, or, you know, whether it's new to you or pre-owned, you have you still have to know how much it costs to run that truck from place A to place B, week on week in week out. So once you get the numbers 
going, you begin to get a good understanding of what is your break-even point. Now, that's a big word, but all it means is after I put in all my income, all I got paid from the broker, the shipper, the company, the leasing company, whatever, and then you take away everything that you paid and you start with yourself, how much I paid myself per mile or per week, how much I pay for maintenance, the oil change, the light bulbs, the brakes, the maintenance, all that, how much you pay for fuel, whatever is left is what you can take to the bank or what you can leave in the bank. If you don't have a system that's telling you how much you're spending, then at any one point you really don't know whether you're making money or not. And that was that is a situation I have been in many, many times where I get a good load and I think I've, I've got a lot of money, so uh, I'm a little lax in my spending. But then in reality, I did not even think about the operating cost. Oh, my insurance bill hasn't come in yet. And just because it wasn't sitting in front of me, I didn't think about it. So when you have a good system in place, whether it's yourself doing the bookkeeping or somebody else, knowledge of all of those things is important so that you can be able to plan. So for new people coming in, uh, I always tell them be, they have to be meticulous. If they're not, get some, get some help, you know, whether it's getting your wife to write it all down and then at the end of the week just you know, take it to your bookkeeper, that will help you get a good vision of how the business is performing and then you can even plan. Now, when I say plan, 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 you don't know everything up front. You discover along the way. But if you have help, then you can discover it much faster. Well, and that's that's where so many of these problems come in because, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I mean, there are very successful owner operators out there, but they're very, very smart in business. They understand this stuff. Most of us don't. We don't understand the difference between gross profit and net profit. We don't understand what break-even point means. I mean, in all honesty, these newcomers coming in, and uh, and and they get, you know, they get pushed into these uh, lease programs. Uh, you know, a lot of times, all they all they hear when you when you really break through all the red tape, all they hear is, hey, they're going to put me in a truck. They're going to pay me a dollar a mile, give me 2,500 miles a week. That's $2,500 a week. That's $10,000 a month. That's a lot of money. But, Eddie, there's so much more to it, just like the break-even point, the net profit, gross profit, everything you said. And the average person, in all honesty, in my opinion, Donna, just uh, they just don't understand all that. You know, Eddie said the key thing, and actually, um, to really put it in the simplest of terms, and I think – I think you might agree with this, you really just need to write down every single expense that you possibly, fuel and uh, maintenance, taxes, insurance, everything. And when you start to add those numbers up and you see what they amount to, and include, if you are leasing, that payment in there, which is probably huge if if you're not going to, you know, somebody like Lone Mountain or something like that, if you're doing like a company lease instead. But once you see those numbers, and now it's a reality, okay, and you can't hide your head in the sand anymore, you'll realize that that, that dollar a mile doesn't even, you're lucky if you can even pay your expenses and I think, you know, you had written this somewhere. 
um, Alan, yourself, that people get stuck on the uh, amount per mile rather than actually figuring out what's going in versus what's going out because, you know, they they just kind of get stuck on that. Yeah, they get stuck on that cents per mile, and just like Eddie said, they have to know every single call. You know, the successful owner-operators I've talked to and some of the ones I've had on this show, they've amazed me. I mean, they can tell you the cost of any the of anything you ask them right down to the penny, and, Eddie, that's what it takes. Yes, that's what it takes. Uh, and, and we help people reach to that, that situation where it, it becomes almost like fun doing it. Because when you start it, it's like exercise. Anybody trying to lose weight knows that it's so hard to lose a pound or two pounds. It's the same thing in business when you're trying to get used to uh, doing these kind of good habits. So we make it easy for them by training them. Okay, how how do you record these things? Write down. Where do I write it down? What do I write? Where do I start? And we give these people a spreadsheet, a simple spreadsheet that says, uh, here's one column here and another column. Just just write it down as it comes to you. Don't even think about the categories uh, of anything. Just say, all right, I, I bought fuel, handy gallons, four hundred dollars, and the date. And he starts putting all these things for you together. And we teach you, and it doesn't take long, maybe an hour or two a week. You start to recognize how your business is looking like. So the first thing to do is train the individual that you can't just be running without knowing how you're doing it. You have, you have to, to to grasp that and, and take ownership of that, of that aspect. Because we've seen cases where people are running 10% of all miles is just deadhead. Now, if you're running, a process, and I'm looking at one of my customers' data over here, he's got year to date, and we're only in September, he's already run 8,500 miles empty. Wow. That, that translates to approximately $5,800 in diesel fuel. Now, what right. can you do with as much money? Why is he going empty? That's the biggest question. When I did his paperwork, I said, hey, why, why, why are you doing this? And he, he does not even know that he's doing that. But every load that he is picking, it's 200 miles away. It's 100 miles away. That should tell you something, that when you're planning your loads, you also need to take consideration that where's your next load going to come from? You can't continue to run 200 miles and to go pick up a load that you think is good. So sometimes you might have to take a load that is not very good, so that you don't have to deadhead 500 miles. So this is part of the training that we do, and it has a big impact on your, on the bottom line for your business. So I put these numbers together and say, hey, do you know that, you know, year to date you run 8,500 miles and uh, empty, that is nobody paid you for those miles, but you went into your pocket and paid $5,800 to buy fuel for that. Yeah, see, and that's a, that's a good point for these new new ones coming in um, because, I, I mean, I can definitely relate. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of times I would take what I knew was a poor load. I was, you know, I'd be in a bad area or something. I would take a, you know, not great paying load, but it would right. get me to a, it would get me to an area of a, you know, a, a better freight lane, and that's just what you have to do. And what you're doing, Eddie, is, you know, Trip Sheet Central, like what you do over there is, 
you're providing a uh, blueprint model of their business forum, and I've mentioned that to some people I've talked with, but what you need is you you need a blueprint of your business, and they're kind of scratching their heads saying, well, what's that? But that, that's really what, what you're doing, and uh, we're going to give away that Cobra Bluetooth headset here in a second. I'm just going to pick a random uh, listener on the line, but before we do that real quick, Eddie, um, well, that was one example. I was going to ask you if you could give us an example of someone that uh, you know, you you work with their trip sheet central, who came to you and um, uh, they just weren't doing that well in their business, but you kind of helped turn them around. Okay, yeah, and I've got many examples, but I've I've got one in mind. I just got off the phone with him about two hours ago, and he was driving for I'm going to name the company Stevens. He was driving for Stevens Transport, uh, not doing very well. He he was just there for for the first six months, and he. He said, I want to buy a truck. I want to buy a truck. I'm making $200 a week. Oh. Yes, that's how much he was making because he would take a load and then they would go sit, you know, because he was not very experienced, he would take so much time. And, and so his dispatcher would not give him a load that has many miles because he knows he's not going to make it on time. And right. That's the other thing. You have to have a good relationship with your dispatcher if, if you're leased. But in this particular case, He's, he's a good driver. He was accident-free, but he just wasn't – he didn't have the concept that even though the load says you can you can deliver between 10 o'clock and uh, 10 o'clock a.m. and uh, 10 o'clock at night, that you deliver at 10 o'clock at night, always try to get there at the first opportunity legally. So he was doing that, and we taught him how to keep rolling, do the miles. Well, eventually he did – get a truck, he got a loan from his brother, and we turned that around. I'm happy to say that he is making at least $50,000 a year now. Wow. In his first well, year. And he's on his way to making almost $70,000. But, but he turned that around from making $200 a week to around $2,000 a week. That's a 10 times increase. Once he understood the numbers, once he understood that, you don't have the time to get there legally. You don't get there. He knows what regulations are all about because he's been stopped by DOT a few times and he's been audited. Uh, another thing about that is when DOT audited his company, every company gets audited within the first 18 months. They want to see all your records. All he did was give them a login to Tripsheet Central. Hey, here's my records. Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty yeah. of having a, a service like that. And, Don, I know you agree. That's the beauty of having a service like that to handle all that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, and what a story. I mean, $200 a week to, what was it, 2000 a week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, you got to applaud that driver, too. I mean, you know, only six months' experience, wanted to be an owner-operator. We see that all the time, but you got to have to applaud him, too. He had the business sense to contact a service such as yours, and uh, you know now he's now he's in the black, and he's in the big black. So that you know that's just uh, that's that's what it takes to uh, be successful. And there are successful owner operators in this business. That's the point that we're trying to get across on this show. Well, I, I think too. I think too is uh, the lack of um, pride. I think many times people have so much pride that they they feel what would you call it. Um, they're just embarrassed or they feel like, well, if I can't do this on my own, 
then that must mean I'm a failure when in actuality the guy that went and turned it around is the successful one because I think, you know, you you have to recognize something before you can fix it. And if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working for you, I think that's the silly part. Uh, you know, I just can't imagine not, you know, going for help or at least, you know, counseling. I mean, that's another thing I was going to ask you. Do you have some kind of rates where you can just, uh, you just advise people? Maybe they say, oh, can you just set me up so I know what I'm doing and and then, you know, like do that kind of charging? Yes, yes, we do in fact do that. I, I try not to do that too much because then I would, I wouldn't be able to give a lot of my time to, to all my customers, but occasionally I do have time for for that, and I set up one-on-one. Usually they're about 45 minutes to an hour, and I will I will send you a questionnaire, and I have one online. I can give you a link later on. I will send you a questionnaire. You tell me about yourself, and then because every situation is, di- is uh, different, then we'll go over it uh, individually, and see where you want to be. Usually I go in with the idea that we have to find out where you want to be. Let's first find out what your dream is. And then we look at your situation, where you're coming from, and then work on a strategy to get to where you think your dream should be. So, yes, I do have a, I do have a service like that. And it all, you know, it all varies. I do have some basic rates that I can, I can give to people when, when they call me. Uh, but that service is available. My wife also does that because she's with me. She's been on the road with me as well, so she does that with me too. Uh, but after your question, yes, we do. Well, I, I have another question, and sure. I, I've asked you this before, um, but one of the biggest questions that uh, concern people is where do I start? How do I become an owner-operator? Uh, it, it, you know, they just, they're, it's, they're overwhelmed by the whole thing. And do you get them set up with everything they need to actually become an owner-operator, like right from the beginning? Yes, we do. We do have, uh, that's part of our business as well, not just in bookkeeping. And typically those are the ones that we see actually go on to become very successful just because they've done it right the first time. So we have a service that takes you from the point where, all right, I just have a CDL, I've got six months of driving experience, and I haven't even bought the truck, I don't even know what DOT means or what an MC number is, I don't know what kind of insurance that I need. So we take you from there all the way to your first load. We even teach you how to find loads. Or if you're going to lease onto a company, then we will go down a list of potential companies that you can lease to and, and go there. There's another service that you guys have have been uh, promoting a lot of the Lone Mountain Trucking, and we also send you to people like that that can actually lease a truck to you. So we recommend a lot of things uh, based on service that we have seen from different companies. Okay, so like I I always said, it's get started the right way. Donna, you want to give away that Bluetooth headset? Okay, you've got to look at the numbers. I can't see the switchboard. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to scroll down, and they don't have their hands up. They're just listening through the phone line. So everybody listening on the phones, just be ready because I'm just going to grab. You know, I, I tell you, here's one. Um, 
the convention is in Missouri. Let's go to Missouri. Let's go to uh, – uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Let's go to – boy, I'm just going to pick one. Uh, Missouri, uh, last last four numbers is 5209. You, you don't have your hand up, but you're live on the air anyway. My hand is up. My hand's always up. How are you, Alan? Hi. Well, I'm looking at my switchboard. I don't see a hand, so okay, you got it anyway. Who's this? This is Dee. Hey, Dee. Hey, if Carrie's, Carrie's listening, I'm at the pilot where she's supposed to be at. Where the heck are you, girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but she is, uh, uh, I see her listening on the line, so she's somewhere. Yeah, she needs to call me because I've roamed around that pilot where she's at. We've been, I've been passing her all day long, going from Columbus to Cincinnati and back all day. So. Well, oh, okay. Well, hold on, hold on, and then we'll, we'll hold on, Eddie. I'm doing a I'm doing a hookup here. Uh, yeah. This, this this might be Kari. Kari, you're on the air here. Go ahead. Hello. Tell her I'm inside. The truck is being loaded. They wouldn't load the truck with me in it because I don't have my CDL. Okay, uh, then I'll try on and I'll come right back. You're in the front. No, no, I'm not. They're inside. Yeah, I'm inside. Inside? Okay, I'll be right there. Okay. All right. So we got that issue taken care of. So, okay, Donna, how's this thing work? Well, I guess um, the first step is you, you called on her, so you've got yourself a Cobra Bluetooth headset, now the second step is you got to pick it up at the convention. So I'm assuming you're already registered. I am registered and I have my hotel reserved. So yes, I uh, will be there. Well then, and then you you still can partake in that raffle situation. Um, so you can okay. you know win one of the CDs or one of the GPSs or one of the other Bluetooths because there's uh there's over five thousand dollars worth of or actually over $6,000 worth of prizes, because Go Truck Stop uh, donated $1,000 worth of prizes also. So there's quite a bit of uh, things, and you still can enter that in the raffle also. But right off the bat, you're walking away with a, with a headset. That's great, because mine is on its last leg, and I am just tickled pink. And I, oh. I, I really appreciate what you and Alan are doing for all of us. I really do. Oh, well, we appreciate everybody supporting it and uh, people like you. Um, you know, who just get excited over everything. So, you know, it's a two-way street. Thank you. Okay, so do you have the information you need, Donna? Yeah, yeah, I, I know who it is. This is D. Uh, what's your last name again? Dutton, D-U-T-T-O-N. Yeah. My, my real name uh, that I'm registered under is Deanna, D-I-A-N-N-A. Okay, yeah. I uh, We talk on Facebook, so I know. Okay, yeah. so D did. If you had your hand up, was there something you wanted to join in on the show, or because I didn't see a hand, I just I just grabbed a number. Oh well, no. Well, you don't, see, you don't have I, to. I agree with a lot of what he's saying, and some things that you were touching based on the new drivers wanting to jump right into this owner operator stuff and everything. If they think they can do it, I, you know, go for it. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. But I myself, I've been doing this for a few years now. And I thought about being an owner-op and pros and cons with the authority and non-authority and all that other stuff. But you know what? I sat down and I did the paperwork and I ran my company truck as if it was my own truck. And then I did the numbers. And for me, 
it wasn't a good option. I'm not going to say it's not a good option for somebody else, but for me it's not a good option. But whatever you decide to do, please just take the time, run your numbers, run your truck as a company driver, and get educated. Spend your time out here doing this job before you jump off into something huge and vast that you may not know anything about other than this sounds like a good idea. Read those contracts. I can't stress that enough. I was with one of the larger leasing companies, training companies out here for when I started. And what those guys have not seen in those contracts, if you go back and read them and take the time to read them, they, they got screwed out of a lot of things that they should have gotten. For example, things that were supposed to come on their truck. The company stripped off their trucks and said, hey, we have, let's say, for example, CB antennas. We have CB antennas. We'll sell them to you. Those are supposed to be standard on those trucks. Load locks, the same thing. I mean, it's, it all adds up. Just educate yourself and read the paperwork. That's so all I, I think. I think that's good advice, but I think also that's what Eddie was saying, especially if you're a newcomer, to take take the time, the initiative, to go to, and I say an honest and reputable company, because that's what we try to surround ourselves with. And um, and I know Eddie's probably one of the most um, integrity-filled people uh, within the industry. So you go to somebody like him and to get you on the right track so you will be successful, so you know the things to look out for, the obstacles, um, your your profit and loss, and and those are the people that eventually will be successful. But the, I, I think the people that just get so blinded by this new truck that, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but I, I can understand how it happens, you know, but really you, you've got to come down from the clouds and look at reality and realize that if you don't do something serious about how to run this as a business and not just a, a truck, then you're going to lose that truck, and it could even be worse than that because then you might, you know, have bad marks on your credit and things like that. So we, we strongly recommend uh, getting help, especially if you're a new driver. Um, and even right. people who are in it, and they just, you know, they're overwhelmed. It's hard enough getting loads and, uh, you know, figuring out and driving and getting all those miles in. I mean, I can see where my father used to have a saying, you know, penny wise and dollar foolish. So, you know, you might be saving a few dollars to do it all yourself, but in the meantime, you're losing hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars because the efficiency of what you're doing is not what it should be. And I, I think that's a, a really good point, um, you know, you just can't look at pennies. You have to look at dollars. Right, Eddie? That is correct. In, in fact, uh, Dan had a really good point over there. Some people might be discouraged after looking at the numbers, uh, researching back and forth. What is the best deal? I'm a company driver now versus coming an owner-operator. Uh, and I, I always tell people that this is a 20-80 kind of thing. It's an 80% head and 20% practical knowledge. If you if you analyze everything, you might even never do it because there's going to be at least two sides of the story. The thing is, if you have uh, some faith in yourself or in your abilities and get some good help, then you can do anything. 
even the people with the greatest odds against them, you know, if they can come up from way behind and just go way up ahead. So that's that's a good deal, you know, that you addressed over there. Uh, when you look at the numbers, don't let that discourage you just because you think they're they're not going to work. I think if you can get help, then uh, you can go ahead and come out strong. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to also mention is uh, as you're growing, you know, look for the, look for the discounts that you can get. Fuel is one of your biggest things. So if you can join, uh, I know I know I think Oida has a, has a program that lets you buy fuel at a, at a little lower cost, even though it's one or two cents per gallon off. But it adds up because you're basically spending more than you know fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year in in terms of in terms of fuel. So when you can get back two three thousand dollars a year on, on fuel discounts, that's a big deal. And it's not just fuel, tires. Uh, maintenance, uh, anything that you can get on a discount, I think you should really, you really should go for it because it adds up. And especially when you start uh, adding more drivers and, and more trucks into your company, then that that would really be a big deal. Yeah, and that's just all just other aspects of just having the business uh, the business knowledge to do that. And and uh, thanks again, D. And uh, just that was a voice of experience there and. And you are the uh, the winner of the Cobra Bluetooth headset uh, provided by Cobra.com. So congratulations. And time's winding down here, Eddie. But I wanted to touch on a couple of things, make sure we touched on a couple of things here, because you have marketing planning and exit planning. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I, I'm really interested in your exit planning. But touch a little bit on your marketing planning. Uh, I think I know what you mean by that. And, and then I want to be sure to cover the exit planning because uh, – that kind of um, uh, was I found I found those two words exit planning to be interesting. So what, what's the marketing planning that you're talking about? The marketing planning I'm talking about is any time that you're in business, and I think most people when they start a business, they have the best intentions. They want to succeed. They want to make money. That's usually the bottom line. Or this, this is something that they are passionate about. And one way after you become stable is you want to start growing. And that's where your marketing plan comes in. So a trucking business, just like any other one, needs a needs a marketing plan. And this can include your growth plan. I know I listed them out uh, separately, but your marketing or growth plan might include. All right, now now I am stable enough, or I want to expand my fleet, and I want to add a new driver. What does that mean? What does it take? I've had so many questions about this, and that's why I included that. These people want to know. What does it take to add a new driver? Well, compliance is a big deal. Uh, you have to go through as though you're one of the big companies. Make sure that you always have all the paperwork, an application for employment, do the drug checks, the physical checks, uh, check the CDL in the in the CDL database nationwide, things like that. All those should should go into your marketing plan and your growth plan. Also, when you when you think about the loads, we talked a bit about the deadhead is find loads that are suitable to how your style is. For instance, you talked about you can take a bad load or one that's not as good to go to a better area. That's that's part of your plan. Know where your sweet spot is in terms of where do you spend most of your time. If you live in Florida, then you don't want to be always in Washington State or in Oregon and when you get home, then 
it's kind of hard to get out. So most people will normally like to stay around within a few hundred miles of where their home area is. It might not always be the best uh, area, but at least they can get home quickly if they need to, especially if they have young children or, or, or special situations. So that all of that goes into your marketing plan. Now, your exit plan is very interesting. A lot of people you know, also want to find out, well, if I'm starting a business, why do I want to plan how to end the business? Exactly. It doesn't necessarily mean that this is how you plan to end the business. But you have to come to terms with the reality that there is a possibility that not everything might go right and you might want to get out. This is especially important when you have a partner in your business. Say you started out with a, a really good friend of yours and you put money down to go buy a truck and a trailer. You put money down to go buy all the licenses, the NC number, the DOT, the insurance, everything. And you've been running for a little while. And now you're starting to grow and you feel that there are things that are not sinking well. You need, you need to have a good plan that you can come out of that relationship business-wise and go into another one, either on your own or completely out, and still come out strong. I've had so many cases of somebody coming to me and telling me I had a partner, he wasn't doing me good, and uh, I'm totally broke. He, you know, we, The money just went down the drain, or I can't even tell you where the money went. So that is why you need a good exit plan. Even though you're a solo entrepreneur, you need a plan that says, if I am to sell this business, if I am to give this business away to my children, if I am to give this to my family or have a way you get out of it, then this is the plan I would like to continue. The other thing that goes with exit planning is we have to admit that we are in a very high-risk business where, especially if you're a driver, we face accidents every single day. You see, I've seen cars sleep right in front of me. Uh, and, and you just stop and pray and say, hey, you know, I hope everything is okay. So you need things like insurance, not just for your truck, but also for yourself. And you need something like term life insurance is what I recommend. Uh, but talk to a good insurance agent and say, hey, I'm a truck driver. What kind of insurance do I need for myself to protect me and my family if something were to happen? And that should be part of your exit planning. So it's not just about getting out of business, but it's also for yourself. Huh. Well, I, I, I just found that interesting, Donna, exit planning. Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons you exit. And like you said, you know, it's it's could be partnership. Uh, I mean, it could be just for people that feel, I don't think this is for me, you know, if, or they've had enough, right? After 20 years, it's like, okay, I think I've had enough, Right. That is correct. Uh, myself, uh, I wish I had a good exit plan when I was getting out of business because my background is, is software engineering. That's what I went to school for and got my degree in. But I realized when I was getting out, I really didn't have a good plan. I ended up with a paid-for truck sitting in my driveway for three months. Uh, and you still, wow. have insurance. you still have to pay insurance for it. So every day I got into my small car and go out and I have to wiggle my way around my big truck to go to work. Why do you have a good plan? So when you're getting out of business or you're, or, you're, or you're shutting down, you need to know, well, how do you sell the truck or how do you return the truck? How do you 
what do you do with it? What do you do with how can how can the, all the licenses that you have have acquired how can you use that to your advantage? You don't have to be exactly in the trucking business. So for me, I still have my MC authority, I still have my DOT, and any day I could get my CDL and go get a truck, but that's not what I want to do. So part of my plan would be I will keep those active. Uh, I, I don't. I no longer need my my hazmat, so I'll, I'll, I'll let that expire when it when the time comes. Things like that go into your plan. And this is really how TripSheet Central came about. I mean, I, I knew you had your degree in software engineering, but you ran the road what, like seven years, and and you were out there and you saw it and experienced, and you thought, well, you know, there's got to be a better way, and that's really how, what came about how you developed TripSheet Central, correct? Absolutely. Uh, one, one of the things that used to drive me crazy is my wife used to ask me, do we, do we have money to pay for the bills? And I would say, I don't know. You know, I have no idea. I, I know we have a, you know, a couple checks coming in with, you know, two, three thousand dollars, but beyond that, I don't know what else is due. And it wasn't just one time or two times. It was almost every week I didn't know what was going on. And I also did not have the time to think about it because as you very well know, when you're a driver, you you barely have enough time. I know they they say you know ten hours off, but you show me a driver that actually has a good relaxed ten hours every day, and I right. will be for that. So I I never had a waking moment that I could sit down for twenty minutes and actually plan. Right. So, yeah, we can all relate to that. So, well, listen, I, I hope we covered everything you wanted. Uh, uh, time winding down here on us, but I'll give you some, uh, give you a few minutes here for uh, final comments to kind of wrap it all up for us. Well, I wanted, oh, I oh. wanted um, Eddie. I know a lot of people are waiting for your number, so if you can first give that out in your website, um, I'm going to put it up in the chat room. But a lot of the listeners are calling in, so they don't see it in the chat room. Uh, I put it in numbers. there, but it was at the beginning of the show. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, the two numbers uh, to remember is uh, my cell phone, 314-458-1050. And then there's my office phone, which is also 314-266-8450. And I work trucking hours, meaning that I don't shut down at 5 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not on those banker hours then, huh? I, I'm not on the banking hours. I have a truck driver calling me at 9 p.m. at night, which is perfectly fine for me. <laughs> and when, well, when, what is your spell again, Eddie? Uh, cell phone is 314-458-1050. Uh -huh. And they can get the, and they can also contact you just through your website, tripsheetcentral.com, correct? Yeah, just through. Yeah, that's, there's another link on the website that you can uh, request more information, and I will send you a link to my survey. It's a, a 14 questions survey that uh, gets some information about you to me, and I get to understand what you know your particular situation, and then we go from there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so that 14 question survey is what on your homepage? Uh, yes, there is. A, I'll, I'll make sure that I post a link on the homepage as well. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen. Uh, We're going to see you, and you're you're going to be there for uh, answering questions in Kansas City next month, correct? 
Yes, I will, and I'll be there with a couple of drivers who use Tripsy Central. I will let them tell them tell it like it is. Sounds great. Oh, well, good. Well, there's going to be several media there, and uh, this year we're going to really focus on shooting out photos and videos and interviews. So we're probably going to grab you for an interview and have that for a, a video. So. Um, we will uh, we'll see you there. Thanks again for coming on the show. A lot of great information. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure just just coming on this show. All right, thanks again, and we'll see you in October. And uh, Donna, we gave away a Cobra Bluetooth headset. You know, it's kind of cool. It's real easy giving away these prizes that uh you know overspend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we kind of get all the glory, but hey, it, it, it's uh, donated by Cobra, Cobra.com, of course, and a Bluetooth headset given away to D there, so good deal there. And uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back to find out what Donna has for us this week. So stay with us, and we will be right back. You're listening to Truth About Trucking live on Blog Talk Radio. Alan Smith will be right back. Alan Smith here with Truth About Trucking Live and AssetTrucker.com with an important message for owner operators and fleet owners. Hot John Incorporated is a company that makes the Dynasys APU, and if you're considering an auxiliary power unit for your truck but thought you just couldn't afford it, you need to talk to the Dynasys guys about their all new financing program. The Dynasys APU saves fuel and provides AC, heating, plug in power, all of those comfort necessities you deserve when you have to shut down for your mandatory break. It's definitely the smart way to be comfortable and save money. Their finance program is designed to make your monthly payment nearly half of what you're spending on fuel with their goal of making APUs available for every hardworking driver. They realize that times are tough and that credit is hard to come by, so they offer full credit plans giving all owner-operators and fleet owners a guaranteed financing opportunity. They can even get you hooked up with grants that can cover APU costs as well. Give them a call at 1-800-289-8282. Toll free 1-800-289-8282 or just Google search Dynasys APU. Visit them online at hotjohn.com. That's H-O-D-Y-O-N.com. The Dynasys APU, the best solution to engine idling. Heads up, truckers. Are you looking for deals on trucks, trailers, parts, or equipment? Or maybe you need to sell something truck-related. Well, there's a great spot on the web where truckers deal with other truckers. No middlemen involved. That's why we call it TruckerToTrucker.com. There's no charge at all for looking. And if you want to place an ad for what you're selling, it's just $19.95. And it runs till it sells. So whether you're buying or selling, it's time to log on and take a look. TruckerToTrucker.com. Check it out. That's TruckerToTrucker.com. There's a lot of copycats out there, but you know, there's only one. Truth About Trucking Live. Now, back to the show. All right, good show. Hey, Donna, that was a good show, don't you think? He, boy, he's got a lot of information. I, I was, uh, And I know he's done that for a lot of uh a driver, but what a story that was about that one driver he took from 200 a week to 2,000 a week. Well, he's really um, a very, very, very brilliant guy. He is. He is. And, and you know, we met him. Out. Finally, met him in Memphis that first time, and and he 
he pulled out some kind of gadget and was showing me some things that Trip Sheet Central could do, and it was like way over my head, but he's got a wealth of information. Yeah, he's and, and, and here's the thing, you know, and we talk about this all the time. Um, it's people with genuine sincerity to help people. Yes, it's a business, and yes, he does make money. However, he has a family to feed also, and I know as well as everybody else listening out there that if you have something that you're going to benefit from, you're more than happy to pay the modest fee, and, and it really is a pretty modest fee, to to achieve those kinds of goals. I mean, that's what, you know, the United States is all about, free enterprise. So um, the key is to have somebody honest, filled with integrity, and who actually cares. And that's that's what I find, you know, the the greatest part about what we do and the people we associate with. It's these kinds of people, all our sponsors, um, the people on the radio show sponsor list. So it's it's really a good feeling to surround yourselves with people like Eddie. I can't wait to see him again. Well, there's I mean there's nothing wrong in you know wanting to you know start your own business and you know that's just all entrepreneurship and and uh, but it doesn't make any sense to uh, you know go through all it takes to get your CDL to to get a truck to be an owner operator and not plan to succeed. And Eddie's real big on the planning, and I understand that a lot more tonight thanks to the show. But, you know, I I think one of the biggest reasons that so many owner-operators fail is, first of all, you know, they lease onto a bad company, and there are a lot of them out there, but there are also some very good ones, like Eddie was saying. But with that aside, one of the biggest reasons that their businesses goes under is because they're trying to do everything themselves. And, uh, you know, again, there are those who can do everything themselves. I'm not one of them, but for the average person starting out as an owner-operator with already little experience in trucking, attempting to handle all aspects of the business alone is setting yourself up, you know, maybe to go under. And I don't even really like using the word failure, so I'll, I'll say, you know, going under. But it can boil down to the fact that the enormous task at hand in running a successful and profitable trucking business can just simply be overwhelming, and the cost of uh, having a professional management company like Tripsheet Central handle all those things like we talked about this evening and, uh, and allow the driver to focus on driving is a very minor cost, like you said, Donna, and simply, it's just simply good business sense. Well, yeah, if you're going to end up making more money in the end, you know, it, it's like us, you know, we have an accountant, and um, we still have to do a lot of the work ourselves. However, it reduces it tremendously, and, it, you know, it, to me it just doesn't make sense to try to do it all yourself. Um, but like you said, Alan, there's people that do, and actually the people who do do it themselves, they're, it's really um, rewarding for them. They enjoy it, and it's almost like, you know, a, a thrill to be able to do it all, and that's great. But I think what Eddie's talking about is a lot of people, you know, they just have a few years' experience or they're having difficulties, and and then they call him up, and he can either set them straight, you know, where they're on their own in, in just, you know, a couple of meetings, or they say, you know what, do it because I don't want to deal with it. Well, I like the aspect of uh, how, you know, he creates a blueprint of your business model, just like the guy who didn't even realize he was spending $5,800 a year in fuel deadheading. Uh, you know, that's, that's, it's just, it's just, it's just business. This is how you do business. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I can't say enough about Eddie Gachui at Trip Sheet Central and him and, uh, 
our sponsors and the businesses that and services that we uh, uh, highlight on the show are, you know, just integrity like you talk about, and that's what we're trying to do here. So, but anyway, that's a uh, that's my little rant for the show. But how about your announcements, Donna? What's up? Okay. Well, let me uh, let me get over here. Um, first, I want to say uh, talking about sponsors. Right in the eleventh hour, we have. Our very latest one is Video Dash Cam. They came on as a silver sponsor, so they're going to have a booth at the convention because our silver, gold, and platinums all have a booth. Those Video Dash Cams are coming really popular. Well, they're you know a lot of drivers are using them now to prove uh, to officers what exactly happened uh, because you know. There was uh, one instance or quite a few instances where, you know, the the truck and the car get pulled over and, you know, the car will say, hey, this guy pulled, you know, pulled in front of me or did something or whatever they're going to lie about. And uh, and then the, the driver has the video to show what happened. I mean, that's just one example. There's plenty of other examples, I'm sure. But they are becoming very popular and uh, more and more drivers are are looking into them as part of their um, expenses that they just want to say, well, you know, you spend this much, but in the long run it could save this much. And that's kind of like how you have to look at these types of things uh, down the road. Um, just talking about that, and I'll get back to the other two uh, last-minute sponsors, which we're thrilled to have also, but uh, Kari Fisher of the Missing Truck Driver Alert Network at MissingTruckDriver.com and then the two groups on Facebook. Um, she is actually uh, going to sell the video dash cams. Um, well, she doesn't sell them, but you know what I mean. She's kind of like a, an affiliate type of uh, deal. But all her profits that she gets from them are going to go to Missing Truck Driver. Uh, which is great because, I mean, this is a movement that's very badly needed. If you are thinking about getting this video dash cam, uh, please go to missing, tr- um, missing, missing truck driver at gmail.com. That's missing truck driver at gmail.com. And this way she will get the credit and just send her in. Well, now, what do you mean by that? That's an email? That's the email, missingtruckdriver at gmail.com. Send her an email and just say, um, I want to uh, get a video dash cam, give your uh, telephone number, or should respond to your email. Most likely, you know. Oh, I see. Yeah. And this way, you know, it can be arranged where the Missing Truck Driver Alert Network does get credit uh, for that sale, and she can just put it into the program. And it goes right back into the Missing Truck Driver Alert Network, and it is the very same um, video cam from uh, video dash cam. Video dash cam dot com. Okay, got it. Yes, and and just a little bit about Missing Truck Driver. Most of you listening probably know uh, it's a, it's a network, uh, a website that was started by Kari. Uh, to locate missing truck drivers. Many times they go uh, missing for weeks, even months. You know, they don't have a GPS or their GPS isn't working like what happened uh, just last week with um, the gentleman who was found deceased in his truck. We we put an alert out for him. Uh, he had a GPS. However, it wasn't working. And um, anyway, U.S. Express put the um, 
press release, I guess, is what it was out about what happened, but um, within a few days he was found. Uh, the app will be coming out. Um, I actually spoke to the developer, and uh, they just had a little glitch when these things are just ready to pop out, and then all of a sudden there's a setback. I know everybody's waiting so patiently, but we're pretty confident that it will be out by the time the convention rolls around in Kansas City on the um, 27th. So, uh, and then you can, you know, they're going to have all kinds of ways to get your app uh, at the convention. But anyway, go to missingtruckdriver.com and to order your uh, video dash cam, you can go to missingtruckdriver at gmail.com. And uh, and anyway, that'll help the missing truck driver alert network. Um, one more thing, while we're on the subject, I might as well hit it. Uh, Kari Fisher did win because of missingtruckdriver.com, the Jason Rivenberg Making a Difference Award, and she will be receiving that award at the convention. Uh, the the, um, the awards are sponsored by GoTruckStop.com. And all runners-up will also be um, receiving a gift from Go Truck Stop and an Outstanding Achievement Award. Uh, so we're very, very um, thrilled to death to to have Kari and all the uh, runners-up at the convention, all the candidates uh, that were chosen by you guys, and all everybody chosen was picked by um, by a survey that was out there. So we look forward to that. Um, also, oh, let me just mention the other two last-minute sponsors we have. We have Detroit Diesel. Um, we're thrilled to have them on board with us. And uh, Truckers uh, Forum, that would be the truckersforum.net. Um, Mike is a great guy over there. He's got a great forum, and we really appreciate uh, him coming on board with us. And this is his second year with us. So thank you, Mike, if you're listening out there. Uh, let's talk a bit, little bit about the convention. You've only got two more weeks to register, and you really need to get on board with this. The, uh, the amount of information you will receive regarding regulations, including sleep apnea, BMI, uh, the CSA, EOBRs, HOS, you name it, we're going to discuss it. Then you have a chance to get up at the open forum and make your comments and ask your questions. There's nothing else like this available for drivers. This is your chance to have a voice. It's going to be recorded. There's going to be media there, and you need to be there. It costs $99. What do you get? You get all your meals, all your snacks, speaker presentations, an opportunity to speak with people that you normally would have to pay uh, quite a bit of money to speak to um, just to, to get advice. Uh, what else? You have free parking, free to the pride in your ride truck contest, which first place is a GPS, second place is a GPS, and third place is a Cobra CB. They're all Cobra products. Um, and then, you, of course, like I said, you have the open forum to address uh, the panel, and the panel consists of all the speakers there, which is Rich Wilson, Rick Ash, Chris Voss, Kyla Lieberg, Paul Taylor, Elaine Papp. I mean, this is a tremendous opportunity for everyone. Um, we want to thank Kathy Cass, if you're listening. Thanks again for creating all the centerpieces. I don't know if anybody saw them online, but they are absolutely gorgeous, um, and we appreciate it very, very much. Um, I also want to just um, – I'm, I'm, I kind of got thrown offline here, and I have all my, my notes. Okay, I just want to thank our other silver sponsors. 
um, Trick Sheet Central, who we had on the show tonight. Um, actually, Eddie was our very first sponsor this year. So thank you, Eddie, if you're still listening. Um, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, Video Dash Cam, XRS, Cobra, AirDoc. And then for our gold sponsors, we have Hajian, which is the Dynasys APU. We have Navistar for international trucks. We have Pilot Flying J and Challenge Magazine as our platinum sponsor. And now I'm just going to run through all our bronze, and there are a bunch, and thank you so much. Transport Watch, KC Trucker, Go Truck Stop, OIDA, Allen and Ayers, Detroit Diesel, Truckers Forum, Hotels for Truckers, Real Women in Trucking, A Trucker's Wife, Bling Master, Max Therapy, um, Train Code Truck Driving Schools, the only truck driving school uh, as a uh, as a sponsor this year. And they have a great school. Ken Howell's in the, been on our, our show, and, and he runs a top-notch school. Schools, actually. He just opened up two more, so you know he's doing well. We have Trans Products and Trans Services. Uh, Rich Wilson is um, is going to be the speaker, and they are sponsoring his, his trip over to the convention. Thank you, uh, Wyatt, for that, Wyatt Hammond. Uh, Idle Air, uh, second-year sponsor, truck driver money-saving t- tips. Uh, second year sponsor, Trucker to Trucker, Rem Bennett and more, uh, and Hurt Truckers. Um, hold on, just bear with me because I'm reading it off and I I keep getting messed up here on the on the website. I'm almost done. Oh, we have um, Trucking Careers of America. That's Jim McCormick. He's also going to be at the convention, and we have. We have our supporting sponsors, the Waller Truck Company, and then we have Mid uh, Midwest Transportation Spe- Specialists. And finally, let me pull down here. Oh, Trinity Logistics, second year. They were there last year also. So we have a bunch of people on board supporting this. Uh, very excited to come, and um, we're just we're just excited to see them. Oh, Hurt Truckers. Did I say Hurt Truckers? Yeah. They were there last year, too. I'm looking through this list down. There's a lot of repeat people here, or um, at least they were here there last year. Maybe they weren't a sponsor, but they attended, and they realized the importance of it, and they came on board and sponsored this year. So everybody, go to truckingsocialmedia.com. You need to register. You need to register now. You've got a couple of more weeks. And one more thing, if you're planning on staying at the hotel, uh, you have only have until Friday to do that. So get on Trucking Social Media, and here, I'll give you the number right now. Um, and, and it's a big savings for them to do that right now. Uh, it, it's actually a 54% savings. If you just call up and ask, and they'll give you a price, but then if you call up and give the code, I did the calculation, it's 54% savings. Just call up 1-800-HARRIS or, um, or 1-800-427-7247, but it's easier to remember 1-800-HARRIS. But you have to give the code to get the 54% discount. So that code is S is in Sam, 1-0, T is in Tom, R is in run, U is in up, and C is in Charlie. So it's S10 truck, and that's the code to get the discount. But uh, you first get your ticket before you get your hotel, and 
www.truckingsocialmedia.com. So we'll see you all in a month. I can't believe it. Alan, can you believe I'm saying we're going to see you next month? Yeah, I know. It's here. <laughs> it comes fast, but got a lot of great sponsors, and these are the uh, cream of the crop of the industry. And like you said, we had a, a lot that came on board the second year, and we have a lot of new ones, you know, such as Detroit Diesel and International Trucks. And, you know, big names in the industry that are showing their support for drivers and uh, got a lot more drivers coming in this year. And um, it's just, uh, you know, we've already we've already beat the turnout from last year, so uh, it's a good growing. So I guess uh, before we know it, Donna, we'll be planning the third annual. Uh, and I, I know that's true, so... Uh, boy, I get a little breather here. Yeah, I know. But it's fun. You know, remember all the fun everybody had and all the information and uh turned out great. So it, it's turning out really good, and we just we can't always, we just can't, appre- you know, say enough for the appreciation for the sponsors because that's the only reason this thing happens, the sponsors and the attendees. And uh, without them, uh, well, uh, this wouldn't be happening. Well, I'll I tell you another thing. The speakers are giving up their time. I want everybody to know this. This is their time they're giving up because they want this information out there. I mean, you take example, uh, Rich Wilson. This is his second year coming out there. Um, he offers a tremendous amount of information on the regulations on CSA. We had a, a trucking company call us today. They're sending drivers out to listen to these speakers because that important to them that their people know what's going on yeah a company out of michigan and you know you're saying people devoting their time i mean kyle lieberg uh, attorney paul taylor these are all doing this all on their time and not asking anything for it they just want to be a part of it and get this information out there so we you know we it's a it's such a team effort this whole or do you have people who really believe in raising the standards of the industry helping drivers supporting, honoring. Um, it's a wonderful, a wonderful event, and we thank everybody uh, for being on board. We have and another 11th hour person. Uh, hold on. I want to get her name right. We have a XM radio uh, person coming on. Oh, Dr. Delia. Yes, I'm trying to get to that. Yeah, Dr. Delia, Micah, and uh, I think it's Micah, so you have to check, make sure. I just know her as Dr. Delia. She's on XM Satellite Radio Channel 166. She has the Dr. Delia Show, which is a nationally syndicated show, and uh, she's going to be uh, making a special appearance. She'll be on the open forum panel and will be there to uh, meet uh, her uh, listeners in person. Yeah, and the other thing is she's going to be, you know, actually sitting and socializing. Uh, if you have questions, uh, she does this on her radio show. You have medical questions, you want to ask her her advice on different things, she's going to be there and rubbing elbows with you. And uh, she's really excited uh, to be able to attend. She said, you know, what you're doing is so incredible. So we appreciate her. She is also taking the time. And, you know, I was talking to her and she asked me, you know, if we had Wi-Fi. She might even be doing a show from the convention. I'm going to have to confirm that with her. But the last conversation I had with her uh, she was talking about getting an internet connection to do the XM radio uh, show there, so that would be totally. Oh, that's awesome. that's cool. That's heard worldwide, and uh, Elaine Papp with the FMCSA. Oh yeah, and she's I've spoken with her. I mean, she's she's a really great person. But I think the thing that I love most about her is she is direct and to the point, 
and, you know, doesn't sugarcoat anything, and you're going to get straight answers. So I think everybody's going to appreciate that, and they don't have to hear, well, I'll look it up. No, no, I think they're pretty straightforward in their answers, and that's just the way it is. Uh, Rick Ash of Trucking Solutions Group, the truck driver, uh, he'll be speaking on truck driver health. He was recently featured in the USA Today. And uh, Chris Voss, Donna, the uh, social media speaker, uh, Fortune 500 Magazine, top 50 social media speakers there are. He's, he's, he's one of the top dogs. Well, he's a, he's a really nice guy, and he's very knowledgeable. And he's also going to be on the social media expert panel. Um, along with, and let me try to remember everybody, I, I guess we should really put this up on the website, who the panel is, Dan Dykstra of Navistar will be on there, Desiree Wood will be on there, um, Lindsay Taylor, um, I believe Amanda Jackal, Kyla Lieberg, and Chris Boss. That's the social media panel. And you can ask all your after he's done with his presentation and after Kyla's done with her presentation on Sunday, um, I, a lot of people are coming for the social media aspect because they really want to learn how to get their voice heard, get their business going, get their blogs going, monetize on their blogs, make some extra money. And how do you do that? How do you get your voice out there if you have a statement to make? What is it you need to do? So I know a lot of people are going to be enjoying this, uh, these two presentations. Also, Kyla is going to be talking about um, truckers against trafficking and the human trafficking uh, problem we have in the United States. And she's going to really commend all the drivers that have totally gotten on board, the industry that's gotten on board with the human trafficking problem that is uh, is an epidemic in this country right now. So there's so much going on in on this convention. Um, two days, jam-packed, nothing else like it. Uh, get your tickets. It is limited seating, and we are selling more and more every day, so I'm hoping it's a sellout uh, by the 15th, www.truckingsocialmedia.com. All right, that sounds good. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And, uh, again, special thanks to uh, Eddie Gachui with TripSheetCentral.com coming on the show. Check it out. He can help you uh, grow your business and make it more profitable, as you heard today. So it's just an excellent company, great guy. Check it out, uh, tripsheetcentral.com. And uh, thanks for tuning in, be it live right now or later through the archives. We appreciate it. Be sure to bookmark us and add us to your favorites. And we'll be uh, we'll be taking next week off due to some preparation for the upcoming second annual Truck Driver Social Media Convention. So, again, check it out, truckingsocialmedia.com. Hope you'll join us. And we will be back on the airwaves the following week, I'm sure. So until next time. On behalf of Donna Smith, truthabouttrucking.com, askthetrucker.com, truckingsocialmedia.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening as always. So we will see you next time on Truth About Trucking Live. Be Be safe, everybody. Driving these rigs since 79 Never got a ticket, never crossed the line Dinner's on the table, but it's gonna get cold Gotta get going, I've got freight too low Well, I was running through Atlanta doing 58 A four-wheeler cut me off, so I slammed my brakes Well, the 
truck went left, but the trailer threw right, and I saw my life flash before my eyes. I'm just trying to make a living, running the road, loving my family from a cell phone. Nobody understands, can't get no helping hand. Lord, have mercy on the the trucking brand. I know I hit the sidewalk and over I go Falling so fast I had no time to scream Burning hot metal flying all around me Well I laid there for a minute living out of my head Not knowing if I was alive or dead The highway patrol said let me give you a hand Then he laughed and said son Better check your pants I'm just trying to make a living Running the road Loving my family from a cell phone Nobody understands Can't get no helping hand Lord have mercy on the The trucking brand at me and my burning rig Checked out the damage that was done to the bridge Feeling a little crazy and dizzy in the head Barely heard the words that officer said $10,000 fine and your CDL is gone Better call your mama to come take you home Three million miles and never a glitch the four-wheeler only got a slap on the wrist I'm trying to make a living Running the road Loving my family from a cell phone Nobody understands Can't get no helping hand Lord, have mercy on the, the trucking Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.